It was Tennessee Day at SEC Media Day to cap off the 2022 version down here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, what did Tennessee stay and who did I talk to? We'll get all that and more here on a Friday show. You are Locked On Balls, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Volunteers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome into a Friday show. This is Locked On Balls, and I'm your host, Eric Kane. I work for 99.1 The Sports Animal in Knoxville, Tennessee. I write for the Rivals site covering the University of Tennessee. That is Rivals.com. And, of course, I am your host here on Locked On Balls, concluding uh, four days of coverage down here in Atlanta for SEC Football Media Days and capping it off with a little Locked On Balls rec- recording at the end of each day. So on Thursday, Tennessee met with the media, uh, Hendon Hooker, Cedric Tillman, and, um, of course, Trey Flowers, along with Josh Heifel, and spoke and answered questions. And they were the middle ga- the middle team on Thursday, whether it was Auburn kicking things off in the morning and the Texas A&M concluding the entire day and cl- the entire week's worth of events uh, here in Atlanta at the College Football Hall of Fame. So uh, that's kind of the, the lay of the land. And, you know, we'll, we'll go over what Josh Heifel said and, and all like that, and then we'll hear some for some of those players here coming up in segments two and three. But uh, ultimately, the, the biggest takeaway I have from Tennessee here on Thursday at SEC Media Days, first and foremost for the entire week, nothing groundbreaking whatsoever. No news broke. There was not a quote that generated so much buzz. Uh, what in a whole lot doing in terms of uh, big-time news or any drama or anything like that. It was just kind of standard, you know, that's a good football player, that's a good coach, that's a good team, we're going to be good, we're working hard, yada, 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 move on. Uh, so it's unfortunate in that regard that we didn't get a whole lot of drama or anything like that. But still, you know, it was uh, it, it was a good week. It was, it was noteworthy, and it was uh, uh, it's the official start of college football season. It really is. So you kind of get, and if you cover the entire event, I mean, it truly is a grind. So you kind of get that behind you, and you start moving on to you know fall camp for you know in Tennessee's case, that's going to be in uh, about a week and a half right now. So. Uh, it, it's been a good week. It truly has been a good week. But the biggest takeaway overall for Tennessee on a Thursday was just the fact that it's night and day right now. It's night and day compared to when Josh Heupel and these players you know, were here the last time. Granted, it was a Hoover, Alabama last year. But it's night and day compared to where this team and the, and the progress this team has made uh, from one year to another. You know, Josh Heupel said that they played first and foremost with 69 scholarship players you know, when he got here last year. And uh, they're not at 85 right now, but they're certainly not at 69 anymore. So you're getting more players back into the program. Remember, this team got decimated by the transfer portal, uh, you know, after Jeremy Pruitt got fired. And so uh, you look at just, uh, you know, in that regard, Josh Heupel said that every, you know, every uh, intersection of the offseason when they go from one phase to another, from one phase to another, you're seeing new and new leaderships emerging. And they are so much more further along uh, than they were in the spring, than they were last spring, than they were last fall, and all that type of stuff. So, I mean, I think that's big and, and it's critical because you, you got to be comfortable in your own skin, right? You got to be comfortable in what you're doing, uh, comfortable in the offense, comfortable with your coaching staff, and all that. So, uh, a big time takeaway. And of course, you know, there's some other things. Uh, every single coach was asked about name, image, and likeness. And, you know, Josh Heupel is no different. He was asked name, image, and likeness and said, hey, Nate, NIL, it's a good thing for Tennessee. Um, you know, he's, uh, he was a former college quarterback who, you know, played a national championship. He's a you know, Heisman finalist. He could have certainly benefited off his name, his image, and his likeness when he was a college student athlete. So, 
uh, you know, I, I think that's uh, that's why he thinks that's a good thing. One of the reasons why, at least. Uh, he went on to say on Name, Image, and Lightness, certainly the most powerful thing that I had was my teammates and the logo that I was playing for. At the same time, though, I think I was kind of creating some value there, too. I would have liked to have had that opportunity to have an afforded uh, to take part in Name, Image, and Lightness. Would have liked to have worn my uh, starting left tackle's jersey or worn his shirt. Yeah, that'd be, a, that'd be interesting as well. Um, he also said there's great opportunity in it. I think it's dramatically changed the way that young people come into your program, how thoughtful they are about every situation that they're involved in, how they're portrayed, and what's out there on social media and the decisions that they're making uh, every step of the week. Absolutely, because you don't want to be uh, entangled in name, image, and likeness deal and then have it fall through because you know you got a DUI or uh, you – you know, stole something from a Publix or something like that, you know, like, you know, you're college football players here in recent memory. But, you know, name, image, likeness looks like it's all thumbs up from Josh Heupel and Tennessee's uh, players because, you know, Hendon Hooker, Tedrick Tillman, a lot of Tennessee's players are certainly benefiting uh, from the likes of name, image, likeness, no doubt. Uh, you move on to uh, Hendon Hooker and Cedric Tillman. I mean, yeah, Trayvon Flowers is here, and he's a fine player, and he's a uh, he's a you know three-year starter essentially, and all that. He's a good teammate, but it was it was the Hendon Hooker and Cedric Tillman show. I mean, it was all those guys. I mean, you talk about one of the more exciting duos in the Southeastern Conference on display here at SEC Football Media Days. Hendon Hooker truly is in, in in conversations to be the second best quarterback in in the SEC. Uh, Cedric Tillman's in conversation to be the best wide receiver in the SEC right now. Keyshawn Boutte would come to mind. Of course, Byron Young or Bryce Young would likely be the number one quarterback in the SEC because he's the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. But Hinton Hooker's right up there with the rest, like we talked about so many other times. And, um, you know, there was a, a big media contingent whenever those two guys took to the stage and they made their rounds throughout the, the radio room and the main room and, you know, the breakout sessions and all that and more. So uh, it, it was, uh, you know, Tennessee a chance to be the third best team in the league, second best team in the East, and a chance to have the second best quarterback in the SEC. Certainly getting the, the love that's, uh, you know, it's probably, you know, well-deserved. Um, I, I mentioned the depth issues that Tennessee's been dealing with, still dealing with on a number of it, or still dealing with to a degree, but uh, certainly not uh, anywhere, you know, where it was. Remember, too, you have these COVID seniors that can hang around and, and uh, you know, finish out their season after four or five years, and that's going to go away here in two years. But nonetheless, Tennessee's in a better depth position. Um, and then, you know, Josh Heupel overall just looks more comfortable in his own skin. It truly, truly does. You know, the offense, it is what it is. You can say it's gimmicky. You can say that um, Hendon Hooker is a system guy or whatever. But uh, at the end of the day, it's gotten results anywhere he's been. It got results in your number one at Tennessee. Where does it go from here? A lot of those type of questions were asked to Josh Heupel. But we're going to play some audio and video, uh, you know, as the weeks go on, as we get closer to football season. Uh, but, you know, I had a chance to, you know, a part of my great team over at the Sports Animal, we got tons and tons and tons of audio. And you can check all that out as well at 991. Uh, TheSportsAnimal.com, but had a chance to sit down and get a quick conversation with all three of Tennessee's representatives, Hendon Hooker, uh, Trayvon Flowers, and uh, Cedric Tillman as well. And I'm going to play some of those here as we end our show. We'll get Hendon Hooker first uh, here when we come back in a segment number two. But first, I want to say about Bet Online. BetOnline.net, the fastest, easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all the your favorite sports events, the number one source for all the odds, lines, and games. That is at BetOnline.net. Find the news and reviews of every single league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline.net continues to be top online resource for all your sports Wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they've got you covered all the way around. Head on over to BetOnline.net and check out today or use that mobile device to learn about all the latest trends, all the action, all that and more. BetOnline.net, it is where the game starts. 
March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back here to Roy Friday's show. SEC Media Day is now in the rearview mirror. And uh, a lot of content, a lot of good stuff from this past week. Um, and a lot of good things that were said. Ultimately, you know, Tennessee's leader, Tennessee's you know, face of the franchise, if you will, uh, the face of the offense, the face of the team, a guy who's becoming more and more a leader right before your very eyes. Uh, his name is Hendon Hooker, and he had quite the contention around him the entire time um, in Atlanta, you know, walking from one room to the another, and, you know, deservedly so because he's one of the better guys uh, in the Southeastern Conference uh, without a doubt. So uh, we're going to hear from Hendon Hooker. I uh, had a chance to catch up with him, some of the great things he's said, and uh, here's my conversation with Hendon Hooker. Here with Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker here at SEC Media Days. Uh, feels like night and day, you know, this year, end of July, heading into the new season compared to last year. What's what's your mindset right now, and how's it different? Mm-hmm. Uh, really just focusing on finishing out the summer strong. Um, you know, like I've been saying all day, really just trying to motivate my teammates, you know, to really continue to stay on the, stay on the path um, to greatness and get in every day and get in extra work. Um, you know, ask questions, understand why, why we're trying to do things, um, and encourage their brothers in the process, during the process. How's your, I know you're not the most vocal, but I heard from Cedric Tillman earlier today that you're more vocal than he is. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe your leadership style, and, and has that evolved any over the course of the last year? Uh, yes, it has evolved. Um, I feel like through my through my relationships that I have built throughout the um, the facility and uh, just the chemistry of the team, I know how to read a room. Um, and really, you know, I, I am a vocal guy out there because you know I'm the signal caller. So um, when I'm out there, I'm trying to talk to my teammates. If I feel like the energy has shifted, then um, I was, I'll express how I'm feeling, um, kind of motivate those guys. Like you know, come on. Let's go ahead and, and get it going. Let's let's get done what we need to get done and do it with a with a great attitude as well. You mentioned earlier today that it's so much fun playing in this offense. Mm-hmm. How long did it take for you to start having fun? Because I know yeah. you're never as fast as you want to be. It's yeah. about processing information. Mm-hmm. How long did that take? Um, I would say it took until like the. Mm. I would say the first day of fall camp last year, um, we were having a great time. I remember me and Joe really ripping it. Like, we was putting on the show. It was touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Like, great ball. Like, I'm telling him, oh, boy, that's a great ball. He's telling me, hey, five, that's a nice ball. I appreciate you, Joe. And we just trying to kind of feed off each other. And that was going on for like two weeks straight of me and him just throwing bombs and and just making making plays. Um, But, you know, this offense is very quarterback friendly, um, as I expressed before. And, um, you know, being a signal caller is a, is a blessing. And, and then having Coach Hype, you know, such a great football mind. And, um, you know, he's, he's going to instill that confidence in you. And he wants you to have fun. So, um, you know, that's something that, that I haven't really had in my college career until I got under Coach Hype. So um, being told to go out there and smile is, is, uh, is a blessing. So now 
Uh, if you don't see a smile, then something, something's up. I've, uh, I've said this comment a couple of times before, and tell me if this is wrong, but I, I look at you and Joe, mm -hmm. it's kind of like an NFL quarterback room. you got two veterans who have been there, done that, they've been around, you guys yeah. both have come from another school, but just support each other and coach each other up. Uh, yeah. Biggest cheerleaders, biggest critics, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm on Joe, he's on me. He's telling me about my technique, and um, you know, I'm telling him about his. Um, I'm getting on him. You know, are your eyes in the right place right here? What we got right here? And, and he's doing the same to me. He's like, hey, you know, we got da da da. Like, okay, I got you. I got you, Joe. I got you, Joe. So you know, it's it's a lot of that. Like I'm so used to saying I got you, Joe. Like I, it's just repetitive now. Um, but. You know, me and Joe are, are great friends. Uh, we're great competitors at the end of the day. Uh, we're going to push each other to, to be the best we can be. You got uh, a solid you know, running game returning a lot of guys, obviously, but you lose two wideouts. Yeah. Um, how has that group you know, progressed over the summer, over mm -hmm. the offseason, and trying to replace Peyton and, of course, uh, Hyatt, or, uh, Jones? Yeah, um, you know, replacing, replacing V and, um, and J. Pay is, is tough. Um, but, you know, we have guys ready to step up. And, um, you know, day in and day out, I see guys in there in the facility getting in extra work, extra film, um, extra route running, extra breaks. So, um, you know, I'm excited. We have a lot of playmakers at the receiver position, and uh, it's going to be a show. When you look at that offensive line, you got you got to replace Cade Mays on mm -hmm. one side, but you return four or five. That's got as a quarterback. Yeah. That's got to make you feel good, right? Yeah, yeah, it feels great. Um, you know, Jerome Carvin being a leader of our offensive line, he takes pride in, in his work and he takes pride in the cohesiveness of the offensive line. So if any, I, I rarely have to say anything to an offensive lineman because JC is going to jump on him. Jerome Carvin is going to he's going to he's going to get him right before I even have to say anything. And I'm just following his lead. Anytime he wants to talk to the offense, you know, take control. JC, do your thing, and and vice versa. So, you know, just feeding off his energy. Um, he's extremely passionate about the game, and, and he loves what we do. So, um, you know, I'm excited to really get out there with my guys and uh, watch some bullies and people around. Last thing, uh, anything to the fans who are anxiously waiting kickoff here on September the 1st, do you have a message, uh, you don't want to say anything to those guys? Yeah, um, you know, thank you for all your support. Um, we know you express your feelings, you know, whether we're doing good or bad. So, um, you know, we're very uh, grateful for the support and love, and we don't do nothing but put a show on for you. A lot of really good stuff there from uh, Tennessee's quarterback. And, you know, part, part of what I liked about that is, you know, him chatting about, you know, Joe Milton, how they support one another, how you have that support staff in there, his relationship with Cedric Tillman, the connection that goes far, you know, far more than just on the field. He goes off the field as well and continues to move on and progress uh, in that regard. And uh, nonetheless, it, it just continues to, to see why, uh, you know, what Tennessee's getting uh, in a guy like Cedric Tillman who – uh, excuse me, like Hendon Hooker, who was brought over with Jeremy Pruitt's, uh, was not Josh Heupel's pick to be quarterback, brought in Joe Milton. Joe Milton, you know, flails out a little bit and incepts in Hendon Hooker, and, I mean, he's he's a superstar in the making, right? So uh, it's really, really funny how college football works for sure. So hope you enjoyed that conversation with Hendon Hooker, Tennessee's starting quarterback. Let's hear from Cedric Timmel. We'll make it an all-offensive day, uh, day here on Locked On Balls. We are from Tennessee's wide receiver. The confidence just oozing out of Cedric Tillman. That's coming up next here to end a show here on Friday's Locked On Balls. We got a final segment here left on this week's worth of a Locked On Balls. I'm Eric Kane at underscore Kane on Twitter at Locked On Balls. Really appreciate you guys hanging out with me today and uh, uh, sharing uh, your your thoughts on SEC football media days in the comment section on YouTube. And of course, the DMs are always open. I uh, can't thank you guys enough for. Uh, uh, wanting to be a part of the show as much as you are for sure. 
All right, so we heard from Hendon Hooker in segment number two. Let's hear from his running partner, his wide receiver, his fellow potentially all-conference player and wideout Cedric Tillman. Had a chance to catch up with him one-on-one. Here's my conversation with Tennessee's Cedric Tillman. Tennessee wide receiver Cedric Tillman down here at SEC Football Media Day. Cedric, your first time making the rounds here. Uh, How's it going so far? It was incredible. You know, like we're in the early stages of SEC Media Day. It's a dream come true, and I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, a lot of highlights offensively here today with uh, Hendon Hooker, yourself, Trayvon Flowers representing the defense. What's the mindset for this offense? Great year last year heading into 2022. To be the best offense in the country, uh, period, point blank, uh, score a bunch of points and help our team win games. So uh, the one of the main reasons why you were so successful last year is because uh, you had Javante Payton on the other side. You had Bayless Jones running underneath and, and causing havoc. What have you seen from the other wide receivers in your room, and then specifically Brew McCoy and uh, Jalen Hyatt, who are expected to pick up a lot of that slack? Man, you know, you know, not just Brew and Jalen, who have been doing a phenomenal job, but really we have so many receivers uh, who I feel like are going to contribute this year, uh, working uh, each day. Uh, each day, hard work, getting 500 jug machine balls uh, day in and day out. So, you know, everybody, every receiver is ready to contribute this year. So, you know, we're going to miss guys like Javante and Bayless, but I think, uh, you know, the new guys that's going to be playing for us next year are going to pick up the slack. What about two guys that really uh, had, had to play a lot in spring, obviously, Jimmy Holiday and, and Ramel Keaton, two um, outside options. I know Holiday can maybe play on the inside as well. What, what have you seen in those two guys? Man, they're just hard workers. You know, they're, you know they want to get their name out there. You know, it's kind of what I wanted to do last year. So, you know, they got something to prove this year, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Obviously, you want to win every single football game, uh, but you guys have an identity now. You've played one season in this offense. You've gone fast. Uh, I, I guess what's the confidence level with your team right now, and specifically you as well being one of the leaders on this team? Uh, we're, we're excited. You know, I don't know if there's a specific confidence level, uh, but we're excited. We're confident. Uh, we know if we play Tennessee football, uh, we know we like the score at the end of the game. So like, we're excited about the season, and uh, that's, where, that's where we stand. For you in particular, um, Obviously, you've been here for, for a minute and then kind of broke out last year. When was it that it maybe clicked for you? Or when did you know, like, okay, I, I got something special here. Maybe I can I can turn in something good this year. Uh, probably my junior year, Texas A&M game, when I had to uh, dive and catch at the end. Uh, that was probably when, uh, you know, I got the overall confidence I needed. But, man, just really just growing up, you know, going against those guys, I went younger, just, you know, going against them, knowing that, okay, I can actually play here. So it kind of all showed last year to the fans. But really my whole year, career, I've kind of known what I can do. What's to say about, and again, this would be no different from the answer you just gave me, but I still want to ask it. Uh, some of your best games were against Alabama or against Georgia. I mean, you performed best when the stage was the brightest, I guess. What's uh, – uh, any surprise for you there or, you know, from your family or anything? Or, you know, what, what, how's that feeling knowing that you played best against the best? Um, expected. And I mean that in a humble way. Yeah. Um, I kind of know what I can do. And I play receivers, so, you know, I got to go out there knowing I can win every one-on-one rep or I know I can dominate. Uh, dominate. So, you know, obviously those games I get a little bit more, you know, pumped up about when we go out there. But uh, nothing, nothing too surprising. All right, so I know you've been asked this question tons over the last year or so, but this offense, I mean, it's unique. You go fast. I know it's a lot to, to get used to, but um, how do you like it? And, uh, you know, how much faster can you guys go? I like it. Uh, if we go any faster, I think I may fit on the field. But, uh, <laughs> but no, um, I like it. Uh, I think as the fans can see, uh, 
as you got to the middle of the season, the later season, uh, a lot of people got more comfortable, especially me and Hennon in the offense, and that's when things started to click. So, you know, we're excited. Uh, obviously, you know, with more comfortability, we'll be able to go faster this year, and uh, we're looking forward to the season. Is there a time when you look across from you and you see a defensive back and you just know they're already beat? Uh, I feel like that every play. You know, I, that, and like I said, I mean this as humble as I can, but when you're going against the top DBs in the country and they're, and they're talking smack to you, you know, if you, don't, if you don't feel you can beat them every play, they'll, they'll push you out of bounds or they'll just destroy you. So you got to, as a receiver, you got to have confidence uh, every play that you can beat that person in front of you. Last one, man. I'll let you get out of here. Your guy that's here with you today. Um, I know both of those guys are your boys, but Hendon, what's he meant for you? What's the relationship like uh, with you guys? And how are y'all? Are y'all kind of tag teaming this in terms of being the leaders on the offensive end? Yeah, it's tag team. You know, uh, Hendon's a little bit more vocal than I am. Uh, really? Know. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, no, no. He's a little bit more vocal than I am. I'm kind of chill and laid back. Uh, when, a game, when the game comes, I'm a, little, a lot more vocal then. But, uh, yeah, you know, me and Hendon are like, we've been glued to each other really this whole last week going to New York. Uh, you know, throwing on Saturdays, you know, receiver trip in Nashville. So, you know, me and his relationship is great off the field. And that's why I think on the field, uh, the chemistry is there. Thanks so much, Cedric. Thank you. Tennessee wide receiver Cedric Tillman. Awesome, awesome stuff there from Tennessee's Cedric Tillman. And uh, I think they really did, you know, all the way, any way you want to spin it. I think they did a really good job representing the University of Tennessee. Uh, I truly, truly do believe that. Trayvon Flowers as well, never ducked away, never shied away from answering the tough questions about the defense, about how they must improve and, you know, all that in that regard. So, uh, nonetheless, it was a, a good day for Tennessee. I think if you watched on the SEC Network, um, if you saw all that, then you were, you know, kind of seeing what I was talking about here. Um, as well. A couple more quotes that I want to share with you uh, that uh, some of Tennessee on Tennessee's behalf from the day. I was camped out in the electronic media room, uh, which is not the main stage. If you're watching on the SEC Network when Heupel took the stage, I was in another room that it's a little bit smaller, uh, but all the players and all the coaches come in there, and it's a better chance to ask questions, in my opinion. So that's kind of why I went there. And uh, here are some quotes that came out of that media session. A couple from Hendon Hooker here. He said, quote, I've had the same mindset no matter if I'm the starter or not. I try to be the first one in, the last one out every single day. Uh, quote on playing LSU. I'm excited to go there and play and compete. They have some great guys. It should be an exciting game. I didn't mean to throw that in there. I'm sorry, but I just wrote that down there. Uh, Hendon Hooker on his game, his improvements that he needs to be making. Quote, need to be more patient, uh, not be not not to rush my reads, uh, being in total control of the offense, end quote. Hendon Hooker says that he'd rather give the ball off to a teammate than run it himself. Yeah, that's something I asked him that question. I said, how big of an impact do your legs have in, in, in your game, and how big is it for this offense? And he kind of shunned away from it. He's like, I don't want to run. Uh, I think you should run because you're really, really good at it. I know Hooker, a big fan of the black uniforms as well. And uh, lastly, on this offense, quote, it's fun to watch, it's fun to play in, it's fast, it's upbeat, it speeds up your thought process. A lot of repetition comes uh, with that. Being a quarterback in this offense, it's cool because you have total control. Uh, Cedric Tillman, shortly thereafter, talking about working on the jug machine, says the receiver room had 3,000 catches per the jug machine last month. They're trying to up that to 10,000 catches off the jug machine this month. I don't know if I believe that. Not calling anybody a liar, but I don't know if I believe that whatsoever. <laughs> Nonetheless, he's talking about how uh, some of these guys are stepping up. All the receivers are doing well. They're uh, taking good strides. Proud of them. Other guys like Jalen Hyatt, Romel Keaton, Brew McCoy have stepped up and taken on leadership roles. That's a big thing because 
because Valus Jones, of course, is, is no longer here as well. And then a couple for Trayvon Flowers. Who will hear from Trayvon Flowers on next week's show? Um, you know, on uh, this is a really good one. We'll end on this one. On, on the steps that he needs to take to get better and, and want to come back for his senior season, that, that whole process. Quote, I looked at myself in the mirror and asked what I really wanted. I've embraced everything and more. My team has pushed me uh, greatly to be the best player that I can be. They hold me accountable, and I hold them uh, accountable as well. End quote from Trayvon Flowers. So uh, that's going to do it here for my coverage here at SEC Football Media Days down here with my radio guys and uh, doing a little locked on balls as well. Hey, if you guys have been watching and listening all week long, thank you so much for following along. means a whole lot to me. You can continue uh, to watch, go back and watch the the, uh, the, the YouTube shows and the, the podcast, listen to them. I've had some excellent interviews. I've got some interviews in the can that we're going to get into next week that are really, really good. So uh, you'll want to continue to stay dialed into my coverage. It'll extend on past Atlanta as I wrap up and uh, head on out of Atlanta here at the soon at the end of the week uh, for SEC Football Media Days. But, guys, thank you so much. Can't do this show without you. Please subscribe. Follow us on YouTube. Trying to get to 3,000 before football season starts. And then we're going to get to 5,000 before the end of football season, no doubt. This thing's going to explode, no doubt about that. Uh, but uh, really, really do appreciate that. Throw me a like on uh, Apple Podcasts. Throw me a like on YouTube. Uh, Please write a uh, positive review, uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts as well. It would help me out so much. Thank you so much for everything you do. Please enjoy the weekend. Stay safe, and uh, we'll do it again on Monday, everybody.